This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. Join us as we tell all about the wonderful business that is international relocation. Hello, my name is Tony Coe, and this is People and Property, the relocation podcast. This is a brand new talk show all about the business of relocation, which is a niche area of the property industry that not a lot of people know about. I hope you've had a chance to listen to my pilot uh, that I put out there in the Ethernet uh, to give an introduction to this uh, talk show. Um, If you have listened, you'll know that back in the 1980s, my wife Christine and I started a new relocation business um, in Kensington. So first, without doing anything else further, Christine's joining me today and I want to introduce my lovely wife, Christine, my wife, my partner in, in business and in life. Hi, Christine. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm very, very well. How are things in the southeast wing? They're very lovely, thank you. Everything is tickety-poof. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is tickety-poof. We have something to tell you about that. That's another story. It's a private joke for the moment. <laughs> So I'm in you the don't north. want me to sing then, sorry. You don't <laughs> want me to sing yet. Maybe not quite yet. They're not, okay. they're not used to you yet. Okay. <laughs> you know whenever you say anything and it connects to something, I have to make it into a song. You do we know, know that. that. We know that. And our grandchildren love you for that too. Yeah. <laughs> so in the north wing, so the reason I mentioned the southeast wing, in the, and I'm now mentioning the northwest wing, which is where I, my home office is, is because... Um, we now live in a house in a beautiful English village called Elmley Castle in the Cotswolds. And we moved um, out of London. We used to live in, we lived in London for 30 years and we had a lovely time there. We said that we probably might never leave or not until we got much older and more doddery. Uh, but this, um, covid pandemic thing pushed us over the edge and i'm not going to go into that story now it's a good story and we want to share it with you but uh, in the space of four to five weeks we uh we moved out of london we found this house in this lovely village that we'd never heard of before fell in love with the house fell in love with the village and now we have a completely different life so we will tell you about that because that in itself, obviously, is a relocation. It's probably the biggest relocation in our lives. We've, we've handled many hundreds of relocations for clients. And we're going to share with you about that, um, about that business. So that the was bu- probably, the, probably the easiest relocation, I would say, relocating ourselves. I found it probably the easiest. Well, that, my darling, is because we had such lovely clients to deal with. <laughs> what ourselves yes exactly <laughs> too right not too all right. clients we were very are, easy not as you well know not all clients are as, as easy as that so anyway no no very true this uh, the idea of this podcast as i say if you if you uh listen to my rather rambling uh, pilot that i put out there uh you'll know that we've we've come to a point in our lives where we've loved i mean we've loved running the relocation business for the past 30 years we're still running it we're still enjoying uh, running it it's given us a great deal of fun a great deal of excitement the most fantastic international trips it's given us a lot of fulfillment and happiness and of course it's given us a very good income and we want to tell you about that um, 
We want to share our journey with you. Uh, but let's start with the absolute basics. At the very beginning. Well, I, I would. Or maybe I'm even, not the I'm very even, even going to more basic than that. Um, I'm going to ask you, Chris, to explain what relocation is to you. What the business okay. of the business of relocation? I mean. Okay. Well, um, if I can just back up a little bit, um, when people ask me how did I get into relocation. Uh, my answer has always been um, by accident because um, if, if you ask somebody about the word or the meaning of relocation I don't think you even um, a lot of people don't even know what it means and I certainly didn't know what it means and it's not the sort of uh, job that you go into and say hmm, I think I'll be in relocation today well that's the kind of job I want to go into having said that I think now is um, but when but when we first uh, started it was in its infancy so we didn't even know what it meant so basically to me now I know is 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 relocating um, uh, a lot of relocation companies are I would say are, tend to be moving companies and that's how it, it, it was thought of but we are we are the the, the, the relocators of people, not of moving uh, um, household goods. So that, that's where the name people comes um, into play because uh, we've always enjoyed, I think, um, moving, relocating the people because of it being such an important part of um, one's lives to get help in, in the relocation of, of um, emotional you know, move, moving to a new area, moving to a new country, um, and and handholding the relocatees. I don't, not sure if that's such a word. Is it relocatees? Well, it is now. You've just invented okay. it. Okay. Well, I think so, I've just made that up. Yes. So, so that's that's how I see relocation. It is 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 the relocation of uh, in our business people. Well, when I when I put out. When I put out the pilot, um, which I think you listened to yesterday for the yes. first time, I mentioned uh, programs. Like, I, I mentioned uh, Kirsty Elsop and Phil Spencer and yes. the program Location, 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 which I think was first called Relocation, Relocation, Relocation. And as I mentioned on the, on the pilot, I think that they probably thought better of that title very quickly yes. because not a lot of it's first of all, it's a mouthful, but um, also not a lot of people really understand relocation. But if I said to you, I mean, you're quite right. It's, a, it's about moving people rather or the, 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 the soft aspects of moving rather than moving people's household goods. That's yeah. not what we do. No. But if I was to say to you, uh, it's sort of upside down a state agency. What what would you would you agree with that? Um, upside down a state agency. So what I mean by that is that is that normally estate agents act for property owners. Yes. So by upside down, I mean we turn that or relocation agents turn that on its on on the on its head that concept don't we well yes but yes because a, because agent because the agents have the properties and we have the people so that that that's i 
probably wouldn't say I don't see it as upside down. I see it as a as a as a um, a partnership in that um, when people are uh, selling or renting their homes, they go to um, uh, agents and when um, who, who work for them. And we um, come from the fact that the people who need help in finding somewhere to live come to to us as a, as a relocation agent. So I think it's a, I see it as an opposite. And we might have the name agent, but their estate agents or real estate agents, if, uh, as in, uh, in North America, we are uh, relocation agents in he helping them find somewhere to live. Now, actually, I would just back up a bit on that because I've just realized what I've said. And um, in, in North America particularly, uh, relocation agents um, uh, also have uh, properties. Um, so when we get over the years, we've gotten asked many times, I think, by um, North American agents um, thinking that we're the same as them. But of course, in the UK, we're not because we, we, we are paid by the by the, 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 the people looking for the property and, and we act only for, for that person in that search. Well, that's really us. what I meant by upside yes. down. In yes, the sense yes, that, exactly. So, so the estate agent has a duty, a, a legal duty, yeah. to represent the, either the seller or the, if it's a rental property, the landlord, and to get the highest possible price or highest possible rent and best possible terms for their client, the seller or the landlord. Yes. Our responsibility as relocation agents is to do the opposite of that. We, our responsibility is to secure the property for the lowest possible figure we can negotiate and the best possible terms that we can negotiate for our client. No, but, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I just suppose I, just, I don't look at it as upside down because that doesn't, jump it, that out doesn't, at me that doesn't a, work for you that concept it, it doesn't no i i don't see it as a, a as a um uh, you know somebody standing on their head doing the opposite to somebody standing on their feet i guess well I, th th that um uh, enables me to remind our listeners that they're listening to people and property uh the relocation podcast and uh what we would what this podcast would encourage we as the podcast uh, podcasters here would encourage you our listeners to do is to participate we want this to be a participatory uh talk show um and so anything that we talk about that you disagree with tell us um anything that we start talking about um that interests you uh, and you'd like us to talk about it more We'd like you to tell us that. I will at the end of the podcast. I'm going to give you ways, uh, the best ways to do that. Uh, but we do want um, you to be involved. We want to know how we're doing, and uh, we want we want you to steer us as to what things you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, so, where were? Can we? I just? Can I? Well, can yeah, I just on, again? I, um, when you talked about the intro and you talked about. Um, Kirsty and Phil, um, mm. I, I have to personally say that I absolutely love those two. I think uh, I love their banter. I love the, the way they work together, and and I and I and I I really believe that they enjoy it so much because I think 
there's something very special um, about helping people find that their perfect home. Um, and, and that makes it, you get, you get so much more personally involved, um, you know, on that, on that side of it, because there's, you know, the showing the homes and the um, talking about them. And, and it, it, it's a real fun hand-holding process. And it, you know, if they don't like something, they don't like something. They don't have to be forced into buying it and they don't have to be forced into renting it because it's, it's very personal to them. So I think that's why they get so much pleasure, the two of them, out of it. Well, I, it brings I, I, a lot I of joy, you know, a lot of joy. I, I agree. And, and they, are, they work together as a great team. I think that uh, Kirsty calls, uh, calls Phil her on-screen husband. And they do sort of have a kind of like, they're not husband and wife, but they do come up over very much as that, that sort of yes. closeness Well, it's of the familiarity, isn't it? It, it? It's a lovely familiarity that they feel so comfortable with one another. Yes. Um, well, hopefully that's their, the their, true their... of us, but we're, we're the real life. Um, yes, <laughs> real yes, exactly. People, I mean, they're real life, of course they are. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think, um, yes. But they're not really running a business. They're, they're, they're doing a TV show and they're not paid, obviously. Or they, they don't get, have to charge fees and that sort of thing. But no, I, th- no, I think exactly. that um, I think we have over the past thirty years worked brilliantly together as a team, and uh, you know, we can probably talk more about that perhaps in a, in a future episode. And yes, uh, exactly. Uh, we I think we complement each other in terms of our skills, and and you know you're much stronger than me in a lot of areas, and there are other areas where I perhaps have have, um, uh, have got other talents that. I can bring to the table. Yeah. Well, you have actually taught me everything I need to know, Tony. Remember, that. <laughs> <laughs> you were in it a lot, a lot, lot ahead of a lot ahead of me. Um, well, I think I, I think, I think as you know, started, I was. A, we'll tell the story, but I, I think we started the relocation business together. That's, I mean, really, I mean, you know. Well, we did, but as you know, I was I was a nanny, and I, it became very clear to me very quickly that it was like looking. It was going from. Looking for looking after little people to looking after big people, so it was just kind of actually it sounds quite an easy transition, really. I didn't think it was, but actually, I think it was really just just um, you know, well, that, it was that very be, similar. That could be going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, the, the basics. That could be a very um, apt description of the relocation business, really acting as a n- nanny for for people who are looking to buy and yes, and, exactly or, or rent. <laughs> properties you know that they we often talk about the way we have to hold their hands and we love to hold their hands from start to finish and navigate help them navigate their way through what can be uh, a very complex and stressful stressful. yes i think so well as i always used would always say is this is you know we want to wrap you up in cotton wool and make you feel important and and looked after and that that's always been our aim and i think we've always done that very well so I think, so um, just to give you some sort of idea, dear listener, of uh, the format that we, we have, that we envisage for our um, podcast is, first of all, it's done as live. Uh, so that means we're not live, but uh, obviously this will go out as a recording, but it's done as live, which means that we are not going to edit it. Um, we, it's going to go out warts and all. Uh, it's not scripted. Um, so, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so 
you'll 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 get to um, listen to 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 a, com- a real life conversation, and things will go wherever they may go organically. Um, we we obviously have some goals as to what we want to share with you, um, and but um, uh, it's it's and it's going to be a weekly podcast, uh, and it will be our episodes will aim to be not perhaps exactly, uh, but about 30 minutes that's um that's what we uh understand to be the sort of sweet spot uh for a uh, for for a podcast well before they get bored you mean well hopefully <laughs> well hopefully they'll be thinking this is so great why are they stopping here <laughs> so we well that's really what we would hope for so we've talked about what is um relocation uh but we really want to move on to how we got in on uh, how we got into the uh, relocation business 30 uh, years ago it was it was the late 1980s um uh, i was in the business of a state agency a business which really i hated uh i went into it because i was encouraged to do so by my father who had been in the business all his life. He was also a chartered surveyor. Um, and uh, my actually, my chosen profession was I wanted to become a barrister. Um, always loved the law and, and really wanted to go into that. But uh, my father appealed to me to co- come into the business um, because he was going through a rough time. He'd lost his uh, partner uh, due to uh, lung cancer. Uh, over you know quite a short period of time and uh, his his partner was very active in the business and uh, my father needed somebody that well he was left in a sort of fairly financially unstable state um, and he needed somebody that he could absolutely rely on and trust um, and so well, that was many moons before that wasn't was, it, but, it, I mean... but, it, but it is relevant um, it, it is relevant uh, in the sense that um, you know, I'd, I was in the estate agency business for, for many, many years. It was a business that I didn't like, never really took to, uh, but it really gave me my grounding in, uh, in the property world. Um, and so w- one of the other th- loves of my life, um, apart from the law, uh, from a very early age, was America. North America, I loved the idea of, well, everything about North America, really. I think my, one of my first childhood friends was an American uh, guy. He, I, I just remember, no, I was very small, but I just remember he had the best toys, this guy, because, you know, I, I just, he had the best toys of anyone. <laughs> um, and I think that that sort of got me kind of sort of started on being interested in America, where everything is bigger and better, as I thought at that at that time, and so I, I, I suppose indulging that side, I I got to I, I found I wanted to learn about American real estate agency versus the way it was done in England, and I went over to uh, Scottsdale in Arizona uh, to the leading real estate tr- trainer at the time. Uh, who was who put on something called a boot camp uh, every so many times a year, uh, which was very popular and very well attended. It used to have about three thousand people at each one, 
His name was wearing yellow coats, weren't they? No, no, no. That was Century Twenty One. That's oh yes, yes. That that was you're moving moving on quite a long a lot uh, (laughs) further in my life. I'm probably going back too far, but I do want to set the stage here. Um, And uh, so I learned about how. Uh, not only did I go to his training, um, uh, went through his course, but I, I, I went to a lot of American real estate firms, agencies, and I learned about the way they operated, and I just liked it more. I, I, I liked the fact, well, I liked a lot about it, but I liked the fact that the people who worked in the estate agency firms were all freelance independent people uh, who really were running their own business within a business? Well, there's a, there's a. Remember, there's a lot. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot more qualifications to being uh, uh, in real estate because of the licensing laws and, uh, you know, the qualifications that you have to, yes, uh, take an exam to get, which makes them a lot more involved and of course the mls system which well, is phenomenal I think they, yes absolutely right and and i think i mean it is a very heavily regulated business there and i think i'm right in saying chris that they um they have to get degrees there now they have to have a degree before they can they can even uh, take the real estate board exam oh do they i believe so i, I, I believe i'm right so no doubt one of our listeners will correct me if i'm wrong um but uh, I, th- I believe that is the case. Uh, I think if you've got people like Rich, if you remember, that we knew, I don't remember him being um, uh, getting a, a degree. Well, I think, that he, I think that he might have been what's called grandfathered, you know, but, but because he, which is that American phrase, which means that because somebody's been in the business for so long or whatever, or, or, or is of a certain age, they, they're grandfathered and don't have to qualify. Oh, okay. Well, it might be the age, but because he certainly wasn't in the business because he was a salesman. No, no, he wasn't before, in the business. No, that, that's quite no. right. And for all so, I know, he might have had a degree. Um, in yeah, some, in I remember something. the exam that he took. In, the exams and, were phenomenal. Yes, if it, absolutely. I remember him pacing around trying to study, uh, learn everything that he needed to learn. It's, it, it, it's a tough fairly tough yeah and Um, you have to pay quite a lot of money i think for it too you do you do uh and um yeah that's that's right and it also might it might vary the regulations might well vary state by state yes i think that's true because i think it's very different in new york say um uh than 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 other places but and i think yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say was that I was struck by the fact that the people, on the whole, were a higher caliber than the people at the time. Mostly at the time, were in that you were used to dealing with in estate agency offices as nego- You know, the negotiators that you would. Well, deal because with there's in the a UK. lot. Yeah, that the enthusiasm is 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 greater, and I and I think that's probably because. The high, the high earning potential, is 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 very high when you think how much the uh, uh, the fees that they earn. Massive, um, ma- massive. Is, so, is, so is massive compared to the UK. <laughs> yeah, massive. So the commissions are, you know, I mean, the commissions are six, seven percent. Yes. Um, on on a sale, um, and uh, uh, usually the agent will 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 get substantially more than half that. 
the, well, the, and, actual, and, yeah, the actual agent so, and the, so that that will go to the office the full amount but the, the the office then splits that and normally the absolute starting point is 50 percent yeah but if the, you've got the, the listing so and the buyer then, you get, then yeah. you get the full well, amount. you get the full the, that would be the full six percent that would yes. go to the office if if it's double dip as they call it listing side and selling side of the transaction so it goes to the office does it i thought it went to that individual because no, they're all it, independent well they they are but they're independent but they 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 attach themselves usually to a to a Oh, yes. not to an yeah, office, which might have, yeah. you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, even more than that, agents working in that office. Um, so, uh, you know, the office bills, invoices it, I suppose, is the best way of putting it. And then, the, then that split between the office and, oh, yes. yeah, and uh, on the either one says, listing and stroke selling agent or the listing side agent and the selling side agent. Uh, but the but it's you know the, an individual can earn massively more. Yeah. Of course, and it's also it's made easier. Yeah, go on. Uh, of course, it is commission only. So there's no salary. There's no car. There's no employment contract. I mean, you they are independent businesses working within a business. Yes, but but it's also made easier by the fact that the the the, the multiple listing system, the MLS as it's known, because. Because yes. because it's all computerized, it um, it makes um, uh, uh, it much easier for the the purchaser, and it makes it much easier for the um, well. We, we the, should explain. Agent. We yes. not, not everyone listening to this will be in the property business, and we should explain that the MLS system stands for Multiple Listing Service. Yes, and it's it it means that every time a listing a property goes onto the market it is put into that system and that and therefore that property is automatically available to every Everybody. agent every agent yeah. it's not they're not available to the public direct um but they are available to every agent so that means that a buyer um can go to any one agent in an area and know that that agent can access Every single every single property, rather than yes. in the UK system, of course, uh, and this is a key part of why our kind of business works well. Uh, the the buyer, for let's say we're talking about buyers rather than tenants, the the buyer has to go has to approach every agent in a locality in order to be sure that they are accessing all the properties that are actually available. That's yes, changed that, a little bit, or rather improved yes, a little bit, or rather a lot. It's that. improved yes. a lot because of the portals which have come on stream, and we, no doubt in future episodes we're going to talk quite a lot about the, uh, the, the portals because they have undoubtedly revolutionized the UK um, estate agency uh, business. Yeah, but it's also become, but it, it, it has changed a lot in the, in the UK, as you said, because of the portals, but also because... Because it, it, you know, it's, it, the way it works in the UK, as you know, is, is that um, a, a, a seller can go, or, or, or a landlord can go to as many agents as he wants. Um, uh, and only, well, in fact, that's not right on, on, on selling, is it? Because, but, um, because you, you, can, you can have a sole agency or you can have a joint. But, it, it, it makes it easier if, if that person has a, 
um, uh, a sole agency that at least they can, um, if they want to try and spread the word about that this fabulous property that they've got on to make their life easier, they can offer it to fellow agents to say, look, if you've got somebody looking, you know, we will, you know, come to a deal and agree a commission. And sometimes that's much easier for them to do that because um, it, it can be quite hard work, I think, if they've got it on their own. And there's so many other agents around, as you know, in Kensington, Chelsea, you probably have about 50 different state agents. Probably more, probably so, more. Yes, probably even more nowadays. And so it's, it's very difficult for the agent. Um, but I do, I do uh, just want, we, we've only got a couple of minutes left, okay. less than that. So I just wanted to sort of bring back to why I was talking about the American system. So the, the American system showed me that there was a, well, the people dealing with residential property were generally more professional, better rewarded if they were, success, if they were good at their, what they did, better rewarded, higher caliber people, mature people so not not people necessarily who you know not that long out of school um which is what certainly in in those days in the late 1980s there's a lot of that going on in the estate agency business um and i and i envisaged that we could do something similar from our office at our estate agency office in Kensington. And that sort of got me interested in getting the right training in place. I bought the training from that, uh, from that training company that I told you I mentioned earlier. You've and always been the, a pioneer, Tony. Well, the pioneer. I've always been ahead of the game, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'm going to tell our listeners more about that journey uh, and what happened when I started to introduce that system into a sleepy Dickensian estate agency firm in, uh, in South Kensington um, and how that ultimately led to um, you, for us meeting Chris and to uh, our starting our relocation business. There's lots to talk about, tons there to is, talk about, is. tons. Uh, but we've run out of time because we, we're going to limit it to 30 minutes. We've just reached that mark. You've been listening to People and Property. You can find our Facebook page by going to www. Of course, obviously, peopleandpropertypodcast.com. Don't forget the podcast bit, otherwise you'll get to some obscure website, which has nothing to do with us. So it's peopleandpropertypodcast.com. When you get that, please like our page. It helps us. Please share our podcast episodes. We will be uh, posting them on Facebook. But we also want you to send us feedback. Yeah, uh, we would and love your, that. We, love yes, that, please. please. We want your comments. And actually, you'll find a button on that Facebook page where you can send us a WhatsApp message. Some people prefer to communicate their ideas privately, which is fine, great. You can, you can get a, a WhatsApp message directly to me uh, by using that button we'll be posting some images on the page that go along with this podcast series so that you can see see more about us and what we're up to and so on and some of the things we're talking about here so you can see some visuals also i mentioned that this is going out uh, this is being done as live 
You can see us actually recording this podcast and me waving my pen like this um, on uh, our YouTube channel. And uh, I will tell you, or you, we will post on uh, our Facebook page where you can find that YouTube channel. But I'm sure if you search for people and property on uh, YouTube, you'll be able to find us. So, and it also means that I have to put makeup on Tony on a Sunday, which is not my normal. Um, <laughs> well, you don't have to protocol. After well, all, no, I but, don't put makeup on. Well, I know, but if now everybody's going to have to be, get the opportunity to see me, then I'll be looking <laughs> at myself going ah, like that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. We look forward to talking to you again and sharing more of our story next week. Have, take care of each other. Bye for now from me and... It's goodbye from me. Bye, everybody. Have a good Bye. week.